And now, Jalen and Jacoby. Where the fuck is Trump? Head to dead. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, gotta give us what we need. Worry about my posse getting jumped. Cause if we ever do, yo TV pop the trunk. Cause we make a pop the trunk and hit the switch. Now act stupid, I'll pop the trunk. Now give me your football, football. He is Jalen Anthony Rose. What up, dog? I'm Dave Jacob. And on the cool check-in. Center stage on. The mic! And we're putting it on wax! It's the new stuff! We're Jalen and Jacoby. We what do we do? Give the people! What they want! The NBA draft is tonight, mm. Jalen Rose. And it seems like it's been months. We've known who's going to get picked first. There's some new millionaires. We know who's going to get picked first. It's going to be Zion. New professional. And he's going to go to the New Orleans Pelicans. Let the Pelicans the fly. I told you the Pelicans fly. The draft. <laughs> he talked about the pressure that comes with being the first pick. Let's listen. I don't really see it as pressure. Um, I'm doing what I love to do. Let's play basketball. Um, and I don't try to live up to nobody's expectations. They can set them there, but I don't try to live up to them. I'm, I just be me. I try to be the best version of myself I can be. Jalen, doesn't feel any pressure. Doesn't see this pressure. What do you think about that approach? I think what he said is accurate. Because the reason why he doesn't feel pressure is he knows how good he is. Mm. He knows how much potential that he has. He knows how much work that he's um got accomplished so far in his young career. He played for arguably one of the greatest coaches of all time in college. And so now all of a sudden on this stage, trying to live up to everybody's hype, one thing that you notice from being a young man to now older men is that you'll never be able to satisfy everybody's expectations about you. No. It's like trying to please people until you realize that it's hard to do that when a lot of people don't realize that they're actually unhappy with themselves. And so for a player like Zion, 6'7", 280, he's jumping off of both feet. Now, when I say that, I think that goes over people's head. I'm a left-handed player like Zion. I'm jumping off my right foot to dunk. He's jumping off both feet using both hands to dunk. He's almost ambidextrous at that. It is phenomenal to see somebody with that power, that explosion. And what gets lost with his game, multiple efforts defensively. He's going to be getting steals. He's going to be getting blocks. He's going to be doing something I never did. He's going to be diving on that hard floor for basketballs. He's going to be flying into the stands trying to save the ball. Like, this is the kind of player that's going to get oohs and ahs beyond just getting dunks because of his effort and the tenacity that he's going to bring to the table. And underrated smile. He does have a good personality. Yes, he does. He handles all of this very, very well. He, like, does. he did a lot of media in the last couple of days, and he handles it all really very, charming very well. Young man. He a really lot does. more mature than I could ever be. Can I be the yeah, then Buckeye? And now. Can I be the yeah, Buckeye? No, but go ahead. Please. Sure. What's his position again? Oh, no. Who's he going to cover? Is he going to cover Steven Adams? Joel Embiid? Is he going to cover a wing like Paul George? Fair. This is why being a young player still becomes a proven ground. He's not a finished product. 
He's not. And I want to put this out there that's really important. If somebody said to you that Zion at some point of his career was going to average 23 points per game, how would you feel about that as it relates to the hype that has come with him so far? I would say that's fine. But another 23 points, I would say he can do that his first couple of years because he's on a bad team. But he's not, he's not like, he's not a LeBron to me who can be your entire team. He is someone who can be a piece in a championship team, a second option, but he doesn't, doesn't feel like you have Zion, so you have a winning team right now. See, the reason why I bring that up is if you're averaging 23 points per game, you're amongst the league leaders That's great. in scoring. That's great. Right? Over 20 points averaging. And so here's why I reel you in and the rest of the fans. Zion averaged 23 and 9 last year in college. You know who averaged those same numbers in the NBA last year? Julius Randle. What? Same numbers Zion averaged in college. Julius Randle averaged in the league. And that's a great thing for the young player. I'm going to tell you why. He gets a chance to fall into a system that's already had a player that's left-handed, that does a lot of the things Mm -hmm. he does offensively. Coach Alvin Gentry is going to know the spots to put him on the floor. Like, he's going to be able to be ushered into a scenario that was already actually paid for him. The other thing is, it's not a diss to be compared to Julius Randle. No, but the there's more expectations on Zion than there were on Randle. They expect, if you were to say to the New Orleans Pelicans, you're going to get a, a slightly upgrade from Julius Randle, they'd be like, let's not. We're looking for the number one pick. Well, here's the difference. That's why I put those numbers out there. At some point, if Zion is able to give me 23 and 10 in the league, that's work. It is. Okay, but here's the difference between him and Julius Randle. And, of course, there are a million of them. The main one, though, he's going to be a terrific defender, to answer your point. And I don't see him playing against Joel and B one-on-one in the post. But will guys like Steven Adams, he can guard him. I don't know. On certain possessions. I don't know. He can... What is Steven Adams going to do offensively? Get a little hook shot. Get he has beat. improved. Yeah. He has improved. I don't want to see him guarding um, shooting guards, but the improvement for his game in the league is going to have to be guarding perimeter players. Well, this this night is about Zion. This is yes. Zion's number one pick. It They're so be. excited about Zion in New Orleans. That New Orleans' be. signature fast food chain, Popeye's, they have a special wingspan box for Zion. It comes with 77 boneless wings. 11 biscuits and 11 servings of fries. Jalen Rose, does that look good to you? It just, I like my chicken hot. Oh, oh, you think it's cold? Too much. I like this. I like this. I like my chicken hot. I eat a lot of Popeyes. For those that don't know, in Detroit, (laughs) I grew up on Puritan and Apolline. Two blocks away was a Popeyes. I ate Popeyes almost every day. I'm at liberty to say... No doubt. Oh, no. I'm at liberty to speak on this topic. Okay. Number one, best biscuits in the game. Only 11 in the wingspan box, though. Like, I need more biscuits. Best biscuits in the game. Got to get extra crispy. Mm Mm-hmm. And you want a fresh batch. If I'm getting 77, there are going to be some that are hot. There will be some that are lukewarm by the time that they get eaten. So I feel like that's a glutton. That's a that that's too much. Too much. You gotta be hot. And who can carry that? So that's we know we know Zion's going number one. We do. We also know who's going number two. John Moran. Holla. 
Hello. John Morant, the fire festival. The fire festival's back. And John Morant has some haters, but it doesn't bother him. And we let's, all let's do let John. him explain why. Yes, I really like the negative energy. Um, the, he haven't played against nobody. He's too small. He can't shoot. I love like negative energy motivates me, and it really doesn't bother me because my dad was my first hater. So. If I can take it from him, I can take it from anybody. He loves the negative energy, and his dad was his first hater. What do you think about that? It's the reality of life. If your goal is to be liked, if your goal is to be accepted, if your goal is to be appreciated, you shouldn't be walking the face of this earth. Mm. Because there are always going to be times... That you feel in one of those categories that people aren't giving you the respect, the love, the appreciation that you feel you deserve. Those things never add up. I'm glad that he takes it as I'm going to use that as fuel versus I'm going to use it as I need to be in the comments responding to everybody. Do you know what no one ever says? I'm overappreciated. No one ever says that. No one ever says that. No. The word overappreciated is never used in the English language because everyone feels slighted all the time. Just think about me doing this job. I talk positive about people every day. Mm-hmm. Never hit me and say thank you. But it's my job. They shouldn't have to. But you say something negative about people? Text. They'll hit you. They'll hit you. Okay. You say something that has to nerve to them to question them or criticize them or call them out on something that they said or did oh man they might go into a shell and pout about it so for John Morant understanding that blood is thicker than water because that's why he brought up his father was his first critic Mm -hmm. if I could deal with it internally I should be able to deal with it externally we have Zion going first, Ja going second, and it also feels like we know who the third pick is. And I love that he got lines in his eyebrows like Big Daddy King. I like that too. We also know who's going to be the third pick, R.J. Barrett and the Knicks. Seems like they're on a collision course. What do you think about R.J. So fit I, I need, with the Knicks? I, I need people to do this. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You got the bat out. Something's yes, happening. I got the bat Something's out happening. Too. I got the bat out. I need people to understand that R.J. Barrett is going to be a star in the league. All-star? Yes, he'll be an all-star. Word? Yeah. Because when you live in New York, where we're doing this show right now, people always want the splash thing to happen. Oh, we're going to sign Kawhi. KD, AD, Zion, Kyrie, everybody. Did I miss something about the NBA draft lottery odds? That made New York Knicks fans feel like, feel like they, they just yes, were yeah. going to get the Did number one Did you see the pick? reaction videos? Knicks fans were so upset. It was like, you had a 14% chance. <laughs> Do you understand what that means? It's <laughs> that means, a 14% that means chance. You have, that means you have an 86% chance for of not, not getting. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. But let me tell you what they did get. They won the draft lottery. That the Bulls didn't get. That the Suns didn't get. They were one of the teams that were tanking. They got a top three pick. Mm-hmm. And that's where you wanted to be in this year's draft. And it does feel like there's one, two, three in this draft, and then there's a gap, and then it's all wide open. And now having R.J. Barrett, a guy that's going to consistently get you points, mm-hmm. he's going to consistently attack the basket, he's going to be somebody that once he learns to pass off the dribble, is going to be able to feed shooters. They didn't really have shooters in Duke. And let's not sleep on this. Duke has two of the top three players getting picked. Did they make it to Final Four? No. Nope. No. 
No, they did not. Okay. It's because they didn't have shooting. Nope. You put some shooting around him, yep. I'm telling you, it's going to make his game look a lot different in the league. I think he's going to be a special player. I think New York is going to be happy to have him. And for this thought that you now have Knox, Dennis Smith Jr., Mitchell Robinson, and R.J. Beard. Trier. Don't sleep on Trier. I and love Alonzo Trier. Trier. I love Trier. So now all of a sudden, if they're able to add in a superstar level vet, especially if it's a KD or even uh, KD's the one. KD's, KD's the, one. the one. KD's That's the one. KD's the one. Kawhi Hopefully they can. Kawhi, Kawhi ain't coming. He'll visit. He'll. Are oh, you going to do a little meeting? He'll visit. He'll visit. Jalen Rose, it's time He'll for visit. you to take us behind the. Let's curtain. get it. Jalen Rose, very simple question for you: the day of the NBA draft. Take us behind the curtain. What is it like to be drafted into the NBA? What's that moment like? So it's. It's it's a life altering opportunity that you know is going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's almost like holding the winning lottery ticket, but you can't cash it. And if and when you cash it, you don't know how much it's going to be, because only a few players get a chance to do what LeBron and Zion and Shaq and Tim Duncan, and that's nowhere you're going to get picked. So you thought you were going to get picked earlier than you did. You always do. So Every, everybody does. Tell me about the better sweetness of it. That's why you'll look at the draft and say, okay, first round, 30 guaranteed contracts. Second round, 30 unguaranteed contracts. Then you look at the players that's coming out. You're like, wait a minute. It's 200 players coming out. <laughs> that math that don't add up at all. And so as a player, number one, it's something that you worked for. It's something that you dreamed about. Playing with against the best, with the best, on the largest stage. The opportunity to do special things for yourself and for your family. The opportunity to be fresh to death like I was on draft day. Mm, with the red, questionable. Questionable, Jalen Rose. With questionable. The red you, had, you really had you to engage until you started talking about right. how fresh you, you know were. That tie, though, people yeah. always talk about the suit. Your tie was ugly, too. <laughs> what is that tie? What was that thing? So, we've talked about Zion for months now. And he was such a such a star, so much hype around him. And we've heard we've heard comparisons to Charles Barkley, to Blake Griffin, to Larry Johnson. What do you think he will be in the NBA? I think he'll be a better defensive version of Julius Randle. And for those that have not been paying attention, Zion averaged twenty two and nine in college. That's what Julius Randle averaged this year. In the NBA. Mm-hmm. And if you can get that from any player, that's doing work. And the difference, however, is the effort plays that Zion is going to bring to a team are unlike not only Randall, but anybody that we probably have seen. What do you mean by effort plays? Steals, blocks, charges, diving on the floor for loose balls, helping the helper, rotating. Chase down blocks, that type of thing. The ability to be athletic happens in a lot of different facets on the floor. Mm-hmm. And one thing I used to always say about Blake Griffin when he played for the Clippers is he was athletic on offense, but I didn't really see him like blocking shots and really being a game changer athletically defensively. He's going to be that. 
has a great smile, a, a nice personality. I'm glad. Other than the fact that I work in television, and of course, you know, if New York is good and Los Angeles is good, then that seems to help ratings. It does. I like that he's in New Orleans. Why is that? Because he could ease his way into his career. Instead of having, he's going to have 60 cameras there instead of 600. We're going to be at every other game instead of every game. And now all of a sudden he's not called upon to lift the team in a city. It's also, if they still had Anthony Davis, it would be like, oh, well, Zion's got to be, he's going to be the difference maker that takes them to championship contention. Now it's, we're rebuilding. You know what I like when it comes to jobs. What do I like when it comes to jobs? David Jacoby's motto is keep expectations, expectations low. low. Keep expectations as low as possible. And right now, the expectations could not be lower for the Pelicans. They're like, we are going to build a young core, and we're going to grow that young core, and perhaps compete for a championship in three or four years. It's going to be interesting for me to see what they do with that number four pick. Let's talk about that number four pick. So the Pelicans have the number four pick. We know who's going number one, number two, number three. Who should the Pelicans get with that number four pick? A trade. Ooh, what kind of a deal? If I was them, I guess I'm going to say this. I was about to look at my phone and see if I got was I was able to say should say this or not. <laughs> say it. Um, the Bulls got six, seven. I think Bulls got seven. I swap with the Bulls and try to get Levine from them. Ooh, and give them lines. You know ball. something? Why are you gonna look at your phone? Are you breaking news on Jalen Jacoby? Levine. That's what I would do. Levine. I would give. I would and give, seven for four. And Lonzo Ball. And Lonzo Ball. Levine and seven and four and Ball. That's what I would do. Interesting. Is that gonna happen? We'll see. But that's what I would do. So that number four pick is interesting this year because it feels like there are three stars. RJ, Ja, Zion. And there's a pretty big gap in talent from what it seems like from the outside. Who do you think is the fourth best player in this draft? So there are a couple of players that, while if you were some a diehard college basketball fan, you're going to know a couple of these names. Mm-hmm. But if you're just introducing yourselves to the players tonight... I'm going to name one, DeAndre Hunter I out of Virginia. Plays defense. They won the championship. I saw him on Jimmy Fallon, too. Good kid from Philly. Versatile defender. Reminds me a lot of Luau Dang. 6'7", like 225 pounds. Going to I be an improved him. shooter. Going to be able to guard multiple positions. And the important Plays thing in defense. the league, be able to hold down his spot. Mm-hmm. You don't have to cross match with guys like that. That's really important when you get to this level. Another guy that I targeted is Hachimura mm-hmm. out of Gonzaga. Three Hachimura. They played so well against Duke, and people got a chance to be familiar with him then. But he was consistent the entire year. He's uh, has the body Big. almost like a Kawhi Leonard built, and he's going to continue to be a lockdown defender on the next level. P.J. Washington is another reminds me of David West. Um, Carson Kobe, Edwards. Kobe White. Jacoby White. Carson Edwards. Shout out. Who would you rather have, Lonzo Ball or Zach Levine? Zach Levine. Yep. Let's get to people. Buying a ticket in 2019 should be so easy. With all the accessibility of the internet. With a smartphone in your hand at all times. It should be so easy just to go and get a ticket, but it's not. The sites are confusing. 
You don't know if you're getting an authentic ticket. You don't know if you're getting a good deal. Well, guess what? There is one place. There's one app that solves all of this, and it's SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the fastest and easiest way to get tickets, live events, live music, sports, comedy, theater. SeatGeek has tickets to everything. What they do is they pull millions of tickets from all over the web and put them in one place, and they rate each deal on a scale from 1 to 10, and they have an interactive map that tells you whether or not you're getting a good deal. If a ticket has a big red dot on it, guess what? Red, stop. If a ticket has a big green dot on it, green, go. You get a good deal. It's so simple. I use it all the time to buy everything. Monster Jam tickets, Knicks tickets, Nets tickets. Me and my son go to stuff all the time, and I always use SeatGeek because I always know I get a 100% guaranteed ticket, and there's more. If you download the SeatGeek app on your phone and you use the promo code Jacoby, J-A-C-O-B-Y, you get $10 off your first purchase. So you know you're getting a good deal. And you get $10 off. Use the promo code Jacoby. Download SeatGeek app to your phone. Get out. Do something. Enjoy the world. Use SeatGeek right now. Jalen, it's that time of year. We have some unfounded, irresponsible speculation about free agent Kyrie Irving. And there's an update. They need to put unprofessional up there. Very unprofessional. The New York Post is reporting the following about Kyrie. He signed with The Rock. We all slapped The Rock. Man, he's going to the Nets. Well, guess what? Now, the New York Post is reporting that the Nets might have second thoughts about signing Kyrie Irving if he does not come as a package with Kevin Durant. Interesting. Would you sign Kyrie if you knew you were only getting Kyrie? If I'm the Knicks or the Nets, I would sign Kyrie if I could in a vacuum. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. This is a, a an interesting way to distinguish how you're going to handle your free agency if that's true. But let me flip it to if I'm Kyrie Irving. Okay. And I heard this news. Oh, he heard. And I found it to be true. If y'all don't want me solo, then I ain't coming with him. Because guess what normally happens during seasons? People miss games. Mm-hmm. So basically you're saying that you don't want me unless I'm with him, which means that we're like a package deal only, but you would take him without me. Oh, for sure. Right? This If they flipped it, this would not be, oh, <laughs> right? we're not, think, we're thinking maybe not Kevin Durant if he doesn't come with Kyrie. That's not how that and, works. And, but also, but this is the residue of what happened in Cleveland, him not wanting to be there. I actually thought that was a good call, controlling his destiny, not waiting on LeBron James. Um, what happened in Boston, team didn't meet expectations, made it to the conference finals without him, didn't get as far with him. We saw how his personality played out, mm-hmm. seemed to be unhappy the entire season, and that mood is something that the team fed off of in a negative way, Yep, and they never got over. So I understand this logic that, oh, I probably wouldn't want Kyrie alone, but if I'm the general manager... I'll do it in a heartbeat. Here's the thing. If you don't have Kyrie, we're going to sign D'Angelo Russell. And then it comes down to D'Angelo Russell or Kyrie for basically the same money. I'm Kyrie all day, every day. So it's like, what are y'all even thinking, Nets, if this is true? Maybe trying to get Russell cheaper and trying to figure he was a part of what we built right here. And if we get him cheaper, that probably gives us more dollars to go out and get somebody else. But while D'Angelo Russell is an all-star player... Like I said yesterday about Middleton, he still needs to prove he can be a perennial yes. all-star. Yes. Kyrie Irving has done that. 
and will continue to perform as such. Well, there is a point guard on the move that we absolutely know about, and that is Mike Conley. He's been traded to the Jazz for a package that includes Grayson Allen, we Kyle Korver, Jay Crowder, Jazz. and the 23rd pick in the draft. The what Jazz. does this move tell you about what the Jazz are planning to do next year? Rest in peace, Fife Dog. Here's, here's the one thing about Utah that Mike Conley is going to bring. Toughness. Mm-hmm. Things that don't show up in the box score. Professionalism. A competitive spirit. He's a guy that when Dame Lillard, Steph Curry come to town, can legitimately guard his position. Yep. And then go back at them on the other end. Yep. As a left-handed player, as you see him as an improved three-point shooter and score, David Fisdale encouraged him to be more aggressive. And that has carried throughout his last couple He's of coaches. He's quietly been performing really well in Memphis. And I've been watching him do this since college. As a lefty, he goes to that paint Floaty. and shoots that right-handed floater. Floaty. And in college, I used to always feel like that was a bad shot. And then I'm like, that's his money. But he makes it 75% that's of the time. That's his money. He's got a real nice floater. He does. For a lefty to shoot it with his right hand. And you know what else he's going to do? Take some pressure off Donovan Mitchell. Yep. Like Spider Mitchell last year, when he came in as a rookie, dominant score, showing that he could play make. Last year had to show that he could play make while he wasn't as efficient scoring. Mike Conley now is going to allow him mm-hmm. to play on the ball, off the ball, and they're now going to be one of the best backcourts in the league. Fact. Now, I don't want to dismiss what Ricky Rubio brings to the table because Ricky Rubio. He had a good season. Ricky Rubio passed that thing. And give it to guys and uh, make players better around him. But Mike Conley is just a, a savvy vet that's just going to add a, la- a layer that's better than Ricky Rubio. And the Jazz now with those two in the backcourt and Rudy Gobert as the anchor down low, locked down defensively. Yep. They're going to be terrific on that side of the ball. So when you get traded to a new team, first thing you do is you take to social media and sort of celebrate it and tell, say how – interested and excited you are for this new opportunity. Mike Conley did the same thing. So let's take a look at his tweet announcing that he was, you know, going to be part of What more can I say about my city? You guys made me the man I am today. Memphis is home. Always. Time for another chapter. Excited to give all I have to the Jazz and Salt Lake City. However, he previously referred to the city of Utah. The city of Utah. What? Jalen, is Utah a city? No. What city do the Jazz play in? They play in... Uh, I knew you wouldn't know this. I, I, know, I knew you I wouldn't know I this. Know, I, know, uh, I just said the words. I knew you wouldn't know this. Uh, when we were preparing this topic, I was like, I'm going to ask Jalen what city the Jazz play in. You were in the Western Conference. You got drafted by Denver. You've been to this city so many times. What city do Utah Jazz play in? Salt Lake City. Boom! There you go. They just said it in your ear, didn't no, they? No, they did. I had to take they it. They said it in your no, ear. They said it in your no, ear. No, here's what I learned to do. Here's what I learned to do. You was pressuring me. I do the- hurry up! Hurry up! Ha, 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 ha. And when that's happening, when the storm is happening, I get calm. <laughs> I get calm. Storm. Let me take a deep breath <laughs> and come up with this man's answer. So, but I'm not going to clown Mike Conley for his tweet because I would have tweeted something like that. Of course you would have. You know, it's, it happens. It happens. It happens. What city do the Jazz play in? Salt Lake City. Good job. So, it's watching program called Get Up This Morning. Get on up. And had a friend of the show, Brian Windhorst, on the show. Wendy. Shout out. And he had a very interesting proposal about the future of Kevin Durant. He said that there is a possibility 
that the Warriors signed Kevin Durant to a Supermax five-year deal. He rehabs for a year, and then they work with Durant and Durant's team to trade him to his preferred destination instead of just losing him for nothing. What do you think about the possible sign and trade Kevin Durant? So here's what makes it a win-win if it does take place, which I don't think it should, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Kevin Durant gets his fifth year and like 50 more million dollars. Yep. And the Golden State Warriors don't lose him via free agency and not get anything in return. Or nothing, which is essentially what's on the table. So that's what makes it a win-win. Right now he can just decide, I'm going to play somewhere else. But this theory that they're doing him a favor is inaccurate because any team would sign Kevin Durant to a maximum contract injured. Any team would. Yes. There's I, there's no shortage of people that are in the Kevin Durant business. Correct. So now here's what make it tricky, and this is why I would tell the Golden State Warriors if my goal was to leave the entire time, that shouldn't have changed based on him getting injured. Just like the destination shouldn't have changed based on him getting injured. I don't want them to be in control of whether I get traded to the destination that I want to or not. Mm -hmm. I don't want to come back to this, oh, we can't find a way to make a deal done. That's one. But here's the most important thing. If you're KD and you're deciding to leave the Warriors, it ain't only about winning. Because if that's all it was about, you stay with the Warriors. He will stay there. If he's leaving, that means he's going to need some help. You can't recruit me from Golden State's roster under contract for five years to go run with you in New York or whatever your des- des- next destination is when you ain't there. And here's another thing about this, which is needs to be considered. If you're Kevin Durant, let's say you want to go to the Knicks. So you rehab for a year and then the, you know, the, the Warriors call up the Knicks. Say, all right, let's work out a deal for Kevin Durant. You lose all of your negotiation power. Correct. If the Knicks are on the other end of the phone, knowing that you basically have to trade him here. Correct. We just saw that happen with the Anthony Davis mm-hmm. deal. And also, but more importantly, again, I want to stress this. You can't recruit people to come play with you while you're still on the Golden State Warriors roster. Kyrie, come play. Come sign with the Knicks. Trust me, I'll be there in a little bit. We'll work something out down Not the road. Not going to be able to do Down it. the road, it'll work out. Not going to be able Kyrie. to do it. Oh, Kyrie, I mean, just go play with the Knicks. I know they're going to be trash this year, but maybe I'll come next year. You ready for this? In high school, I wore number 42. The reason why I wore five in college is because I was the fifth member to sign. Sewell was fourth. I wasn't signing until he, I saw his signature on the piece of paper. Okay? So, if I'm an NBA player and Kevin Durant is the property of the Golden State Warriors for five years and whatever amount of dollars, you can't tell me I'll meet you there. Yeah, I'll be there. Don't worry about it. It don't work like that. No. It don't work like that. And if you KD, you want to get to know your new situation, get to know your new players. Hopefully, if whatever situation he decides to choose, say it is the Knicks. Dennis Smith Jr., R.J. Barrett, Knox, Mitchell Robinson. You want to help nurture those guys even if you're not playing. Don't forget about Trier. I love Trier. And I like Trier as well. And so now you may go back into the lottery, add some to that, and add KD, plus get somebody to come run with y'all. Win, win, win. We'll talk a lot about the future of Kevin Durant. We'll also talk a lot about the future of Kawhi Leonard. It was also discussed on Get Up This Morning, but there's an interesting proposal there too. A one-on-one deal. 
for Kawhi and the Raptors. It's kind of like a compromise. Say, hey, let's run this back. We can kind of bring back the same core. It'll be a one-year deal. And after this year, then if you still don't want to leave, if you still don't want to play here, then you can leave. Do you think that's on the table or that's something that could possibly happen? Well, I think anything's on the table when you're as good as Kawhi Leonard. And so if I'm him, I'm not signing a one-year deal. Not going to be able to do it. Why not? If I'm staying, I want two or three. And I want a player option after one. Mm. Different money, different deal. It just, it, it just. That's not your maximum salary though. Correct. But again, I'm not just doing a one in one because what if during that one, unfortunately, like KD, you get hurt. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden you're looking for a new team because here's, here, here's the reality. I'm not committing for a reason because I don't plan on being here long term. Right? And so, if you KD, if you Kawhi, and you keep doing these one, two-year deals, you let both sides clearly know that you're not being there for a long time. So, now all of a sudden, if something happens that upsets the apple cart like you get injured, he's in the same situation that KD's in and right if now. If, if, if he doesn't commit long-term to the Raptors, do they still treat the load management thing the same? Yes. Because they want a championship that way. So... The one thing that has to get discussed when you're talking about him going back to Toronto is how they nurtured him back from an injury. Yes, they did. Where he felt like he got misdiagnosed by another team and only played nine they games. They clearly did it right in Toronto. Okay. That's a good so, selling point. So that point. medical staff earned his trust. We're going to get you there. And if you watch the playoffs, Kawhi was hobbled. He was hurt. He went 100%. He was hurt. So they needed that load management. As a guy that was uh, uh, an MVP-level player playing with another all-star like Kyle Lowry, they needed all of that going against a potential future, quote-unquote, super team in Philly and what we consider today super team in the Golden State Warriors, obviously without KD and then losing Clay in Game 6. It is now time. For news that matters. Jalen, a Norwegian island. It's different there in this island in Norway. They have long periods of night and long periods of day. It's not like not like here, right? Okay. So this Norwegian island has a proposal that they want to get rid of the concept of time. What? No time. No clocks, no hours. They want to erase the concept of time on this island in Norway. And they say they want to, quote, do what we want when we want. Jalen, what do you think about getting rid of the concept of time for a couple months? I love it. I love it, too. It's it's, it's, it's one of the favorite things that I've heard come out of your mouth. Yep. What? Like, I, it was You've almost, been doing this for eight years. As, as it, I was I was so happy to hear you say it, yep. I gave you credit for the idea. <laughs> That's how enthusiastic I was about this. And you know where else we can erase the concept? Not only of time, but of age. Oh, I talk about this all of the time. How old would you be if you didn't know how old you are? I have no idea. See, to me, I am 46, but I'm really 31. 31? I'm 31. Jalen. Jalen. What? I've seen you at the pool. Your body ain't 31. You ain't seen me lately. (laughs) (laughs) How old would you be? If I would... 40. Yeah, 40. I am what I am. So question for you, real quick. Again. And if you looked at both of us, 
Don't I look nine years younger than you? No, yep. not at all. This totally makes not sense. At not at all. Yep. Jalen, <laughs> the Norwegian island is in what country? Norway. Great work by you. I thought I'd get you there. Great work by you. Great work. You know, the one thing about me is I'm smart when I need to be. Like Shaq when it came to hitting free throws. <laughs> you know, like I might be that 50% all year. But all of a sudden, it's game seven. I got you. I love that you're giving, you're calling yourself smart for knowing what a Norwegian. I'm an came American. From. I ain't get a chance to travel out of my hood. Where is Norway? I don't know. Over there, I don't know either. Some hemisphere. <laughs> it's in a hemisphere. Right. It's definitely in a hemisphere. Right. Good point. Good point. You know, it wasn't long ago. I was in my twenties. I was getting my. Check cashed, bring it to the check cashing place and blowing all my money, not budgeting, not saving, not paying bills. And then it slowly happens. You meet a young lady, get married, you have kids. Next thing you know, you have responsibilities. You can't just blow your money frivolously on the streets of New York City. You have to save your money. You have people you're responsible for. Children, their future, mortgages. It all just happens so fast. And it's a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of pressure. But there's one thing you can do that relieves all of that. It's life insurance. I know you're young. You're thinking. You're listening. You're thinking, live forever. Nothing's ever going to happen to you. But you start to get older. You start to look at the little baby's faces. And you say, I'm responsible for you. What happens if something happens to me? That's why you get life insurance. And SelectQuote is the place to get it. Select quote comparison shops up to 10 highly rated companies, including Prudential, Banner Life, Mutual Omaha, and others to find the company that's got the best rates for you. Select quote could find a 35 year old man a half a million dollar policy for under $19 a month. It's less than a dollar a day. Or a 37 year old female, three quarters of a million dollars for just $22 a month. That's less than a cup of coffee a day. Less than a dollar a day. You can have that assurance that life insurance brings you. The calm of knowing that if something happens to you, that your loved ones will be taken care of. So, here's what you do. Select quote could save you time and money. So get your free quote at selectquote.com slash Jacoby today. That's selectquote.com slash Jacoby for your free quote. Don't put off protecting your family another day. Selectquote.com slash Jacoby. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials, your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors not available in all states. Jalen, one thing we don't do on this program is force topics. Never. So we have a segment. We're not going to talk about Dak Prescott's contract? No. no. We have a We're segment not? called Keep It Moving. If you want to talk about it, you say hit the brakes. If you don't, me, you and Matt Van jump in the minivan and keep it moving. Are you ready, Mr. Rose? Let's get it. Four-star recruit Terry Armstrong... Bypassing college. Keep moving or hit the brakes. Hit the brakes. I want to know what the young man's getting himself into. He has decided to bypass college and turn pro like LaMelo has announced and like RJ Hampton has announced. Do you think this will be a trend until they get rid of the one and done rule? I think playing professional ball after high school will continue to be a trend because college isn't for all young people. And athletically, it also is the same thing. If you have the opportunity to go play the sport you love and get paid to do it, they'll find you. Mm-hmm. If if your goal is to make it to the NBA, they'll find you. They'll scout you. 
They'll watch your games. They'll break down your tape. They'll come visit. They'll find you. So I have no problems with it at all. Next, there is some news about one of my favorite players in the National Basketball Association. Keep it moving or hit the brakes. Is it Lance? No. Still hit the brakes. Okay. Because it's your favorite. The that Thunder makes me happy. are making number 21 pick. And my guy, Steven Adams, available in trade talks. Why would they want to move Steven Adams? He's a big that they can't duplicate on their roster and will leave a mega hole in their front line. I love what Stephen Adams brings to the table. And also, I always felt like they should give him the ball more. He can score. I think he's Stuck underrated of what he can do. And uh, if y'all going to give him up, then y'all must be getting an all-star big in return. Absolutely. Next, friend of the show. Had a major accomplishment. Keep moving or hit the brakes. Oh, that's the homie. CC? CC Sabathia became the 14th pitcher in MLB history. Hit the brakes. With over 250 wins and 3,000 strikeouts. Is he a Hall of Famer? Yes, and only the third lefty to accomplish this feat. Where did you get this information? What are, uh, you, prepa- actually, are you preparing for the show? Actually, you ready for this? Are you preparing for the I, show? I gotta modify something. The third black person to do it. Did you just confuse a lot. left-handed people with black people? No, I'm just, I, okay. I, I knew he was the third to do it, but I got confused whether it was left-handed okay. or African American. Now you're back. Now you're back. I thought you were doing research and providing facts, but you get them wrong. That's how you do it. Next, someone else, not named Jalen, is having a lot of children named after them. Keep moving. Hit the brakes. Oh, this is important to me. Hit the brakes. Giannis Antetokounmpo sparked a 662 percent increase in babies named Giannis. Do you think Giannis will become a trend like Jalen? Yes. He's a much better basketball player. Way better basketball player. He so plays defense, and he has a unique name. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely think when we look up in twenty years, they're going to be Giannis's playing in the NBA in the NFL, just like we see Jalen's. Well, you know Kobe White in the draft. I do. do you know what his name is? Kobe White. Alec Jacoby White. Guess who my favorite player is in the draft? My guy. Moving on. A pitcher pitched hurt. Keep moving or hit the brakes. I need to hit the brakes on this one. You hit the brakes on everything today. I know. I'm of ex- all the ones in the world, you're going to hit the brakes on this one? Yeah. I thought we didn't force topics. We're not forcing This is it. a no-brainer to keep moving on. You know what? I'm vetoing that. We're keeping it moving. Okay. I'm carrying a bat. Of course I'm going to say hit the brakes on a baseball topic. <laughs> they didn't even put up the graphic. There we go. Next. We have some news about the cast of Space Jam 2. Keep it moving or hit the brakes? Keep it moving for now. We're going to talk about that the entire summer. I'm pretty sure, right? Terrible company Ashley Madison has released a list of the most cheatingest cities in the United States. Got to hit the brakes on this. Okay. (laughs) This is about about Ashley Madison. Ashley Madison is a website that hooks up married people with other married people to have affairs. That's the website. That's what they do for a living. Take a look. Number one, Orlando, Newark, New Jersey, St. Louis, Pittsburgh, and Fremont, California. I want to say Orlando is most likely just Tiger Woods related. It's probably just Tiger. It's probably just Tiger. And Newark is just for people that don't want to be in New York. Yeah, yeah. They actually you know live in New York. I mean? They go to Newark to New Jersey. Exactly. That's, that's what's going on there. there we know what's go. going on, there Ashley Madison. Tiso is the official watch of the NBA, and since 1853, Tiso watches have stood for Swiss quality and reliability. Each one of Tiso's timepieces delivers quality performance and traditional luxury. It's graduation season, and the NBA championships finish up. So get the graduate in your life. 
a Tiso watch. Tiso team quicksters are 50% off available only at us.tisoshop.com. That is us.tissotshop.com. I didn't want to do what I'm about to do, Jalen Rose. What? I didn't want to talk about this. But we say we get the people what they want. I get what they need. People are talking about it. Yep. It's a too hot for TV topic. Too hot for TV. Your lovely wife, Molly Cam Rose. Shout out. Host a very successful television program mm. called First Take. There was a guest on that television mm. program, a gentleman by the name of LeVar Ball, who has appeared on this program as well. Mm. LeVar Ball had a comment mm. that was a little inappropriate, especially considering that's your wife. What did you and Molly talk about it? How did you two handle it? How did you feel when you saw it? Take us behind the curtain. I was watching the show live when it happened and I wanted to first get her reaction Mm -hmm. because what ends up happening in cases like this, especially when you're the man in a relationship, people underestimate her strength and her power. That's a good point. And her ability to handle herself. Yeah. And allow me to be there to have her back, which is different than how it was initially being projected. It was more like, how am I reacting? Like, what am I going to say to LeVar? What is I going to do to LeVar? That type of thing. And so I just wanted to see how she felt about it. What she said. And when she felt like it went too far. And so... Once I gauged her reaction, I wanted to try to squash it before it became a big thing. And so I reached out to LeVar. We played phone tag. I called him again yesterday. Hopefully we will talk. My goal is to not have this cloud hovering over either one of their names I just so indirectly happen to be influenced by it because I'm married to Molly Mm -hmm. who clearly I love dearly and I've been one of the most vocal supporters of LeVar Ball you really have for public consumption since Lonzo was in college to the point where on numerous programs on this network, I even asked him to adopt you. Yep. Just think about what you just said. So, what he said was inappropriate. It it was it felt a little archaic. It felt old. Yep. It wasn't that bad though. Like I've seen and heard people do much worse, and it just go by. You know what I mean? And it just happened. Did you think in the moment? That it was something that you needed to take action on. Yeah. I was like, that's going to leave a stain. First thing I said. So the show was live. I text her to gauge how she felt. We went back and forth a little bit about it. Then I took a deep breath and try to decide how I can not allow this to blow up in anyone's face. This is part of being a power couple. Eminem had some lyrics about her. You know what I mean? Like she's 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 popping. 
How does it feel? I think that um, she deserves the attention that she gets. She was successful and educated and working in this industry, getting money to talk about sports long before she was married to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why while she's on television. I think I knew Molly before I knew you. That's why if you see her on television, she says Molly Karam, even though her driver's license says Molly Karam Rose. You know why? That's what her checks say. Yep. Okay. 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 And it's a way for her to continue to honor her amazing father and carry his last name because he has three daughters. So for the LeVar, LeVar situation, I wanted to be mature about it because he has two sons that play professional basketball. He's married and he's the CEO of a company. I want to see him win. I don't want to be um, a, a part of something that puts him in position to where he can't be a successful CEO of his company but I didn't say it he did do you think he'll be back on ESPN yeah I believe so I think over time he probably will I believe so over time I believe so but I also feel like how do I put this this incident I think will change the way that he's covered by ESPN and the way that they had the symbiotic relationship where we're kind of codependent using each other you know what I mean well that so, so I think, I think this just became, um, the more recent time that it seems like either we're going to feature LeVar and talk about him and promote what he's promoting or not. And it wasn't just ESPN. There was a period of time during the year where the Lakers didn't want him to get interviewed after games by the media. Mm-hmm. So. I was trying in my own way for this not to blow up and be a big thing. I saw and appreciated the press release and support that she got from ESPN. Yep. About it. Which doesn't always happen. I also saw his press release from Big Baller Brand. I didn't see that. He basically felt like what he said wasn't offensive. So he's doubling down on that. What? In my opinion. What? So you got to read the room. Come on. What, what, I, what I would have done as somebody that has the layers that I just described to you, I think it would have been important to say if I did offend her or if somebody was offended by what I say, apologize. That's what I would have done. That's what, but he's unapologetic. Unpo- yeah, that's who he has been. That's who he probably is going to continue to be. But that's only how I would have handled it. Um, but my goal initially to answer your question, I did not want it to leave a stain. That's the first thing that came to mind. I did not want it to be a big thing. I did not want. Her name, my name, and his name to be trending for the wrong reasons. If it was up to me, that would not have happened. Well, I appreciate you addressing it here on Jalen Jacoby. We always give exclusive content to our podcast listeners. If you call 98580Jalen, you can leave us a voicemail. And if you give Reggie a shout-out, he might listen to it and put it on the show just like this. 
Hey, what's going on, Janet? This is Kobe. It's Travis from the Carolinas. Shout out, Red. Shout out to the whole crew and staff. You know I got to do that to get on the pod. Shout out. Me and my wife were having this discussion, man. Just got a question for y'all. If you play in the NBA, does that make you famous just because you're in the NBA? I was thinking about the 12th man at the end of the bench. But is that guy famous, even if you don't know who he is? Thanks. I love y'all show. Great question, Jalen. Are you famous if you play in the NBA? A couple of things. Thank you for the call. We appreciate the support. Shout out to Carolina. Tell a Shout friend out. to tell a friend to not only download the podcast daily, but check us out at 2 p.m. on ESPN2 every day. Send us your tweets. Like our stuff on IG. Executives like that kind of stuff. Yep. If you make it to the NBA, guess what that meant? That means... You were really good in high school. Great in high school. You're the best. Right? So you were famous then. You're the best in college. If you went to college, it means you are really good in college, too. I'm going to get to the core of this question. You were question. famous then. I know what the core of the question is. And lastly, when you got money, that makes you famous. Mm-hmm. And also, if you're over 6'8", and you're a black dude... People assume that People you're somebody. Check for you. yep. People are going to check for you. People assume that you're somebody. Yep. And, and don't be like dressed fresh or have a nice cut or all your teeth oh, yeah. in your mouth. Oh, yeah. They assume, like, what team do you play for? You don't have to be famous, but people will treat you like a you, famous person. You, you, I, I've heard it. You you have to be an NBA. I'm with you all the time. People are like, what do you do? You do something, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> so you'll get that level of fame. Thank you so much for everybody calling in. Thank you. Make sure you leave us voicemails, 985-80-JALEN. We have no show tomorrow on Friday. We're back Monday with a full week of shows. Thank you. You are far too kind. We'll be back. Why is that, Harry? Done. We're not done. We're not done. Speaking of the hobbits, let's talk about LeBron James. All I care about is my nipples. Seriously. (laughs) 